live. I can't wake up. <laughs> live. Ooh, we actually are live. Yeah, in we person. are. We're all here. From Board Sabermetrics HQ. Is that what you call this office? What is this office? Is it free float? Yeah, we're free float. It's headquarters. We're actually at headquarters. All of us. I drove down this today. This is HQ2. It's a Thursday <laughs> game show edition of Business Pants joined by... Well, really, we're all here. I see the Money Whisperer. I see the Data Queen. I see... You, you, you hear the, the Lord Fire of BS. <laughs> In today's reusable bag of materi- materiality, I already used that joke oh, before, wow. actually. Recycling. I like recycling. Called March 16th, 2023. Uh, oh, we only have one quiz show. A quiz show. A Larry Yay! Fink letter Aww. quiz show. I haven't I was, been on a quiz in so long. I was excited. Now I'm not excited. And let's because be fair. Larry Fink. Yeah, because it's Larry Fink quiz show. <laughs> let's be fair. This quiz really was made for Ari because Matt deciphers all of my quizzes. So Ari, yeah. you will answer first for every question. Fine. I like it that way. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't poison my brain. We though. tried something different poison. this week. Okay. First of all, Larry Fink, CEO, founder of BlackRock, put out his annual letter Yesterday, I painstakingly went through all of it Mm -hmm. and tried to generate some interesting questions. But of course, our pre-production assistant, Jesse, has already told me that it sucks, that it's boring. (laughs) It it does suck. And no offense, but Jesse's not exactly Dave Chappelle. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) That's rough. So so this is really one. This hurts. She really slammed me on this one. Is it usually this boring? Yeah. Uh, no, I think I do a better job. I'm tired. The letter is very nice. The letter's boring. Yeah. yeah. The letter's the source boring. material, then we're fine. And let's be real. We kind of knew the letter would be boring because Why? BlackRock has been the target of all the oh. anti-ESG hate, and he's scared. He's running they scared. They had to be on their best. They had to scrutinize every single word. He had to be yeah. so business like. They had to not say anything. He had to be so business like Ari that in the picture, he's wearing four neckties. <laughs> That was to prove that he's a businessman. Yeah. Who's the CEO that's DJ? Uh, that's DJ D. Saul. Yeah, yeah. David Saul. Goldman Sachs. He doesn't have a letter. Well, I'm glad you <laughs> mentioned him. I subscribe. He's got songs. You know what we should do? We should, like, there should be a subscription service for dumb CEO letters. I would listen. I would read those every day. Actually, could we change our Friday theme music to one of DJ D. Saul's songs and, and just hope that he listens yeah and, and it's no but i'd like to be his lawyers copyright. would listen and i hope i want that to happen <laughs> i want to be noticed i feel like he would just be excited that somebody's using his track yes no he was at like Lollapalooza or something That's... he's not he's not excited oh, I love all right that. so here's the twist this week is that jesse helped me write the answers to this multiple choice okay. test because matt has already figured me out so many times uh-huh that i'm you hoping the same questions i'm <laughs> hoping that this will solve for something, okay? Ari? We don't know for what. Me winning, got it. <laughs> yes. Let's go. Yes. All right, start this. And we're going quiz. out to lunch after. So should the loser pay for lunch? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Jesse says yes. <laughs> All right. Jesse's so riveted by this that she's already on her phone. <laughs> she's doing social. Mm-hmm, sure. Ready? Yep. CEO BlackRock annual letter. Here we go. First question. In the very first sentence of the letter, he says, blank plays a big role in my life. Blank uh-huh. plays a big role in my life. What I is it? I can't believe I didn't just open the letter and read one sentence. Is it? I got four choices. Is uh-huh. it music, philanthropy, his dog, uh-huh. or patriotism? Whoa. What plays a big role in Larry Fink's life? I would have thinked 
neither of those things. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's actually a good answer. <laughs> that's, that's what? Okay, can we go again? Music, philanthropy, my do- his dog, or patriotism. This is his letter after getting so much crap. Exactly, yes. After getting music? so much crap. What is he going to lean on? His dog? What is he going to make up no. plays a big role in his life? Patriotism? Nobody patriotism! Matt? <laughs> music. He read it. It's not oh. fair. <laughs> he read the one well, actually, sentence. Actually, it's probably true. You probably do remember this part of the letter, right? I listened to his favorite band, the Talk Talk. Oh, so they're okay. They're, 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 he just ruined question number two. <laughs> <laughs> what is Larry's favorite 80s band? The Talk Talk. Got talk it. Talk. Can yeah. I be honest with you? I feel like I know a lot about music. I don't think I've ever heard of Talk Talk. You have heard the one of the songs. Matt's going to play it for you no. for the rest really? of the offsite. Um, yeah. Can I uh, can I guess appropriately that they suck or are they actually good? I know I kind of like them. Really? They're okay. I mean, look, they're. Have you heard of them already? No, I'm the, up for two. I know the one song, right? Okay. And the rest of the songs could suck royally, but they're classic, like electro pop, early '80s music. Are they like UK electro pop? UK, okay. Yeah. I couldn't even like. Tell you what electro pop like, sounds like, like madness. Yeah, it's like Depeche Mode. Okay, not like Gang of Four. Not quite. Okay, all right. That's <laughs> one of my favorite does bands. Not play so I was worried that it, that Larry's favorite band would the, be like one of my favorite. bands. No, it's not going to be Bad Brains. It's okay, not, <laughs> he's right. not listening to that. So that was number two, Ari. Yep. So I'm, technically, I'm going to say that you would have gotten that wrong. I think you would have guessed talk, the Talking Heads. Is my guess. You. What were the options? What were the Talking options? Heads. Guns and Roses, I would guess Talk Guns Talk, Roses. and I think the one that most people would answer is Bon Jovi. I can see him liking Bon Jovi. No way, he likes Jersey, bon jo- no, yeah, John Bon no, Jovi. No, he's a philanthropist. No, no, no. Okay. Aren't no. they like positive fans? Nobody look, actually says well, they like Bon Jovi, but then one. they like yeah. sing it. Because people you know, like John. Belt it out. Bon Jovi John's a good guy. was the creed of the '80s. You mean the Nickelback? Really? I always Nickelback. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> I love Nickelback and Creed. No, I don't. And bon Strike that from the record. Please take <laughs> right, that let's move off on. the tape. Larry Fink's 2023 annual letter. How many sentences before he says the word fiduciary? How many do you say fiduciary? <laughs> Did I say it wrong? If fiduciary. Nuclear. <laughs> Is it the very first sentence he says the word fiduciary? We establish it's not. Very first sentence? No, I, well, uh, why? There could have been a semicolon. The there could have been a semicolon in that sentence. <laughs> okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> Next. Imagine that mashup when he's like, music plays a big part in my life, semicolon, so does being a fiduciary. <laughs> yeah, like, well, how does that work? Could have been an M dash. <laughs> Three times in sentence two. Uh huh. In the 10th sentence, mm-hmm. or he actually does not say the word fiduciary. He does not say the word Matt? fiduciary. No, he says it in like the third sentence. What was it? What was the First sentence, three times in sentence two, the 10th sentence. sentence. I, I'm going to say th- sentence. three times in <laughs> sentence two. Well, they both got it wrong, Jesse. I'm surprised. I thought Matt was going to get that it? one. It's the 10th sentence. I, I mean, that's just that a random sentence. Yeah, it's a random sentence. <laughs> I was surprised. I actually thought it would be a lot higher. 
Uh, no. I thought he was going to lean on that. No, look, if you're opening with music plays a big part of my life. If you're think, opening with bullshit, think, you mean. Think narrative, yeah. right? You need to then talk Fake about the music. that you're a real person. Then you need to talk about like how it plays a role in your life. And then somehow you've got a transition. There's a whole transition sentence mm-hmm. in there that gets you into a place where you can say the word fiduciary. <laughs> so like you just have to think like a writer for that. Yeah, so I Vivek, thought you were going for the shock factor here. He didn't actually I like say it. the word. I like, well, d- don't forget, Jesse wrote the, she did the answer. So, oh, she, so don't decipher me this darn. time. And Vivek, you can't take credit for this letter because if you would, if you would actually taken credit for how he wrote this letter, it would have been the first sentence, no? Well, that's that. I think that Strive already wrote a letter to BlackRock like saying that um, it should have been the first letter if he cared about <laughs> shareholder value and also DEI is to blame. In fact, I think that Vivek uh, and Strive is putting out a press release today taking credit for BlackRock, the company. <laughs> I know. Well, they said black is racial bias right. uh, against what all the shareholder returns over the years. That's because Strive pushed them. <laughs> Since actually th- that he likes talk talk right. is because <laughs> the white band they're white. Strive said you know you should like only the number one hit of every year because that's, that's winning. Excellence. That's meritocracy. <laughs> All right, so far, Ari, I think you have zero points. I have zero points. Okay, number question number four. Here we go. He describes two types of BlackRock clients who are making the transition to a low carbon economy. Oh. Those who want to invest in ways that seek to align with a particular transition path uh-huh. or to accelerate that transition. Okay. Uh-huh. And those who choose not to make far off pledges challenge the severity of the climate change crisis. Oof. What, wait, what's the question? Oh, he describes both. two type of okay the ones who want to do that and the ones who choose not to okay Matt he cares to I, all people I'm, I'm confused what the what the it's a poorly question worded was. question I, I, I take the blame for this what? one not Jesse I it was a poorly because <laughs> I'm just trying I to answering? I'm just trying what to create you, a conversation here with the answer is it what does He's, he say about those two client types no he just describes two types of clients those who are making the yeah, tradition to the a question mark what's the thing <laughs> I answer <laughs> the second type yeah, that was the second. Duh. Ar- Look, I I deserve this point. I don't understand. Ari, what okay, this I'm going to end this because Ari got it right and got the point. I just thought it was funny that in all of this, after all the backlash against ESG, that's just he just describes. You know, some people are interested in transition to a low carbon economy, and some aren't. And we cater to both. <laughs> that's it. That's well, his big reveal. I'm surprised, actually, if that's verbatim. I'm surprised he said the word accelerate in there because that suggests forcing change and that is that's well that's, that's one of the clients larry. one that's, of the clients that's aggressive larry for this but remember letter. two years ago he was basically begging the world to stop destroying the earth <laughs> yeah he was well that was different larry okay different uh, time. all right well that was a failure jesse we can talk about my failure later yeah you failed horrible but strive ari, you're on the board right that's now. a point for ari nice. it's, i deserve two points that's for that. a <laughs> that's a weak <laughs> point Number question number five. Speaking of companies' plans to navigate the energy transition, Larry says that as minority shareholders, BlackRock's I can't I can't talk. BlackRock's role is to educate other shareholders, to not tell companies what to do, to influence other shareholders, or to send strong signals to companies through their votes. What is BlackRock's role as a minority shareholder? 
I'm gonna say to send signals. Matt, for the t- for with companies' plans to navigate the energy transition, what does Larry say that BlackRock's role is? Well, first of all, I think he, influence is too aggressive. They would not influence, right? Because that that suggests like some sort of coercion, and there's no way he's going to do that. And they would not educate because that right. similarly suggests something. Sounds like something that women would do. <laughs> what the, what are the other two options? Not tell companies what to do. Send strong signals to companies through it's their votes. Definitely not tell companies <laughs> right. what to do. Oh. There's a hundred percent chance. And that's There's no way. That Vivek will what, take credit for that. What else do you Vivek use your votes for, for? I don't understand. Not to tell them what to do. This is Larry's that way is of the saying, like, thing this, I've ever heard. If we had a video right now, I I don't know how to capture this, but this is Larry's way of being like, not my, you know, hands up. It's it's uh, huh? Huh? like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, we're just here. We don't know what's going on. No, this is this is. Um, uh, it's he's now defining everything in the letter by a negative, right? Like BlackRock doesn't it like stands not for this. BlackRock <laughs> also does not tell companies what to do. He's just saying all negatives. We're, we're, we're he's running at some scared. point. He's got a BlackRock doesn't help like any one client. It helps all of them. What we, the hell is a vote for then? If you're not sending a signal or you're trying to. Well, it, it, what I guess what he's saying is that their role as a minority shareholder is to, is nothing. He also <laughs> they don't have a role. It's I don't a know. little bananas to call themselves minority shareholders because technically he's correct. They well, are yeah, minority under shareholders. Under 50%, yeah. Um, but BlackRock owns the largest percentage of almost every company <laughs> in the entire world. They are the opposite well, of thank a God, minority. Thank God we have uh, drag show haters in Tennessee now telling BlackRock how to run their business yeah, thank because God. they don't Finally. obviously they don't know what they're doing Finally. All right, here we go. Number question number 6 as part of that en- energy transition to lower carbon emissions, what does Larry say that oil oil and gas? He says that it will a become obsolete by 2050. No. It will <laughs> divert necessary action and attention from the transition to a low carbon economy. He says oil and gas will see significant impact. Or he says oil and gas will play a vital role in meeting global energy demands through that journey. Uh, of course, the last one. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, so he's there's no so he's full in on oil and gas. So for for at least twenty seven years, he's basically just like, thank God we have oil and gas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. In fact, actually, no. That the twenty fifty I made up. He doesn't even use a year. So I. So whenever this transition... The journey. This journey could happen until the year 2020, 2250, Well, he's right? going to be dead by the well, time the journey here's is Here's my question. True. That's, true. That's true. So far, four of the questions on this quiz have dealt with the low-carbon transition. My guess is that that is two paragraphs out of a seven... Because the rest of it was... page document. Was Extra boring? The rest of it was just pure nonsense. It was just like, oh, we have a product that does this, and we, you know, we... <laughs> We have a percentage point that does that. That's what I want. I want to know like no, which don't. percentage po- I want. That's what I thought the quiz was going to be. How many percentage points does Larry Fink think? <laughs> Number seven, speaking of the alternative democracy that is shareholder driven, in what way does Larry Fink think free flow and board saber metrics will benefit humanity? Okay. Oh, this a, is in there. A, there will be a more informed shareholder voting pool. B, shareholders will have the desire and data to vote according to their values. C, the industry would benefit from more proxy advisors who can add diversity of views on shareholder issues. 
or D, shareholders will feel empowered to use their voices and vote, driving greater equity in business. Those are mouthfuls, but That's I hope like, you picked yeah. one. Yeah, those are like full sentences. This is just basically a sales pitch for us, so don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. What? Go ahead. What did he pick? There's only one answer. Go, yeah. Go ahead, Matt. I thought Ari was going well, first every time. Ari I seems overwhelmed by that question. Yeah. Well, voting. He doesn't even believe in it, really. So. You did just say that they don't do any of that. <laughs> right. Um, but Wait, he's... something about shareholders, their own values. Okay, you're going with the values, Matt. I think Matt knows the it's answer. It's C. Yes. What is it? it what was C? It, it was... The industry would benefit from more That's proxy advisors. That's us point. who can add more diversity more? of views. But, but he's the talking about us. He wants us to get in the game. He but the strive so talking point... So that we point, take the blame from... No, we're not taking blame. All the... This is a knock... So that... Congress people start coming after this us? This is a knock Fine. on Come ISS and Glass-Lewis. It is it is the conservative no. talking point about Selling the duopoly and proxy us. advisory. Mm -hmm. So now he's saying oh. like they effectively need more, which Damien has construed <laughs> as, <laughs> well, we're more, us. so buy us to break up the duopoly. The fact is- though, We will, we will break compete. It up. We're going to compete one day. The, the, there is a takeaway about voting choice where they're going, like to give everyone back their votes so they never have to actually have an opinion about anything. They just make the money all the time. The There is a point that that the conservatives have. You do need data for retail users. You need, if you're and a duopoly vote, is nonsense. If you're going to vote on these things, it's overwhelming. You're talking about like if you have a 30 yeah. company portfolio and an average of 10 directors and four issues you per need thing, us. You need us. you're you talking need about 620 plus votes you have to cast you show up to the presidential election we can't even get this country to go to the presidential elections much less figure <laughs> out what the candidates even mean what matt's really trying to say is that if you don't understand the influence that these directors have on their boards and their performance like how they performed over the years how are you supposed to vote in these directors Look at anyway that. that's that was a how? pure how are you supposed right to there? vote without our data how are you supposed to figure this send out you in to talk to All clients right, here we go. next uh, question number, so Matt got, you, you know, yeah, you get that it. he's winning, right? Yep, <laughs> by a lot. He's question it. number eight. Here, so you can make up some points. Lunch. You can make up some points. Question number eight. How many times does Larry Fink use the acronym ESG in the letter? Is it zero? Is it one time? Is it one and a half times? Interesting. No. <laughs> or is it seven times? How many times has he used the, the, the acronym ESG? I like this one. I'm going to say he used it all of one time. Matt? He used zero times. He does not mention oh, it at sorry, all. Sorry, Ari. Really? Matt's right. Yeah. yeah I there's thought he, no way. It's I too thought charged. he would have said it. I thought he would have said no, it. I thought he would have said it to defend himself. You can't yeah. say it. If you say you it, say <laughs> now it's, it's, it's like, like gay it's, in Florida. It's Voldemort and drag. Like you can't I'm say I'm actually surprised. I'm I thought he would have mentioned it a few times. I like the answer Damn. one and a half because I can imagine That's him funny. being like, I like that ESG, one. That was Jesse's best and answer. And then he just one, at one point just says S. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would really yeah. be one and a third, though. So Jesse's. Yeah, how do you as, get a half out of the money whisperer? Jesse screwed how it up. How do you divide three <laughs> divided by? What do you divide by to get a half? You'd have to say S and then sneeze G yeah. without meaning it. Question number nine. How, okay, this is for you, Ari. Uh -huh. How old was Larry when he founded BlackRock? Was he 35, 25, 50, or 45? How old do you think Larry was when he founded BlackRock? Holy Rock? cow. I feel like it would help to know how old he is now. All right, Jesse, how I old don't. is he now? Go ahead. Tell us. <laughs> Just kidding. It doesn't help. <laughs> no, she's, <laughs> she's, she's, she's getting there. I was have no 35 idea. an option? 
Yes. Yeah. It was. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. <laughs> That's terrible. You ageist. I'm yeah. gonna say 25. Wow. No, okay, no, Matt. No, no, he was 45. He had already had a career, and he left with Je- BlackRock. Je- Jesse's Black excited Black because Rock. they both got it wrong. Larry Fink was 35 years old. When oh he found no! It. That was your I first answer. I switched the door. So I don't know what that means. Stars. The door? What you game know. show are you playing? <laughs> let's make a deal. Is that it? When they show you the three doors. Yeah, let's make a deal. Yeah. Good for you. But I you're guess. supposed to switch after they show you a door. Anyway, go uh, on. You could have made up some points there, Ari, but you didn't. <laughs> he failed again. But it is exciting when Matt gets it wrong, isn't it? Although those, yeah, those questions Not are kind of pointless, so yeah, right? They're, I mean, they're just wild guesses. <laughs> this is how boring the letter was. But he did mention his birthday, so that's why I added this. And, and he, the letter? Yeah, he talked about when he founded it. He, I, no, he said explicitly, when I was 35 years old, blah, 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 talk, talk. You know what this sounds like, actually? If you're talking about the music you liked growing up and the influence your dog he's had gonna on He's going to retire you, soon. It does. Doesn't it sound like he's well, prepping yeah. for this to be the last of a few? Like, he, these are legacy letters yeah. now. Who's talking, he grooming? Who's talking successor? about, like, how BlackRock has question. changed. Maybe me. How the ecosystem has changed how important it's been how his life has changed as a part mm-hmm. of it the next letter is going to be all about his 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 kids <laughs> and how they've grown up thinking their dad was like a pointless guy oh. who just didn't come home for dinner and now he's but rich like, yeah, but, <laughs> but but and had a yacht like he's gonna these are legacy so are letters. you suggesting that he's gonna pull a bob Iger and he's gonna treat the anti-esg movement like covid and kind of step away and maybe boomerang back if he'll, things get there's no way he'll boomerang back if it gets hit by a, by the by the green train he'll when he'll come you're back. 70 years old yeah. you've done this thing for 35 years you're the most successful well. asset manager in the probably history the most successful anything of really asset managers yeah. like you've made people tons of money mm-hmm. you've done tons of things that were probably not great to get there you're looking back you probably have more than one bathroom and, and now you right have house, a 35 year old harvard graduate like me who is complaining about there's too many black people at companies and they they need to stop talking about it and blackrock and the women enemy. too many women do you really want to deal with that like do you <laughs> no, really want nobody at wants the to deal end with that of your arc no. of success to have like that be the the the, the remember dot. remember what's the most important thing to ask your investment advisor? Uh, what's the most important? The thing to number ask them? one, number one, number one thing. Did the company do a racial? Yes, that's the audit? number, number one, thing one thing to know to if they your, suck yeah. or not. <laughs> All right, here we go. Question number eleven. These last questions kind of suck. Uh, oh no. <laughs> uh, question number ten. Not that anyone at home is keeping track. How many personal names does he mention in the in the letter? How many people does he mention? Is it Fine. four, okay. 15, six, or zero? Zero. Four. Damn it, is it four? It's four. Yeah, I, I told you, if this is a legacy letter, if I'm right. <laughs> but why four? Why'd you guess four? Because you can't fit 15 into <laughs> a letter. Ridiculous. Like, that's a ridiculous yeah. number. And then six or four is 50-50 right. flip, right? The next one is, a, I'm going to give 50 bonus points to. Can you name okay. one of the people he mentions? 50 bonus points. First name, last name? God. Sure. However you want to play the game. Oh, my God. Name one of the people he mentions. Okay, who's the lead singer of the Talk Talk? <laughs> <laughs> I'll um, tell you that's not that's not that's correct. That's not it. He mentioned he, Biden. No, he didn't. That's too no, charged. Never, that's too never, charged. Ever. Well, he could have. Abraham have. Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Okay. I thought these were people he knew. 
Matt, you have a guess on this one? Say they were, they were uh, yeah, it's going to be someone who's had a long tenure with, who's been with Jamie Diamond at the firm for a long time. He, it's going to be his Charlie Munger. Oh. Um, so I'm going to guess the CFO, whose name I don't know. Wow, that, I mean, I'm going to give him partial he credit. Mean? He actually does mention the 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 form the, the CFO who's stepping down, who's going to become the vice chairman, what? Gary yes. Gary Sheelin. Yeah, he oh. he mentions a new CFO, Martin Small, and he also mentions someone who Matt could play in his game, who the F is this, the former director, Beth Ford, who had to step down. Oh. And then President Zelensky. So you were close. Oh, oh he did. He mentioned Zelensky gets Zelensky. a shout out. Yeah. Zelensky gets a shout out. Wow. Tough times. Did Larry talk to President Zelensky? I mean, we're going to assume yes. Does right? he call? Does he call him up and he, what, do you, what say? do you say to him? Like, like I'm hey, powerful. Sorry, you're being bo- bombed. You're being bombed. Yeah. What, what can I do? Can the I send lot. you another yacht? I understand your pinks. I'm being bombed by the anti-ESG movement. <laughs> Vivek Ramaswamy, Vivek is bothering me. Who's accomplished very little as yeah. bombing me. And finally, uh, bonus question. Fill in the blank. Uh, ready, Ari? Yes. The anti-ESG. This is the final question for today, March. 16th? Uh-huh. 2023? Yes. <laughs> is that Business plan. Is that the question? <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Fill in the blank. For all the marbles. The, yeah, this is for everything. Oh, my God. The anti-ESG world complains incessantly about BlackRock's inability to focus on the bottom line, right? Uh-huh. Instead, wasting their time thinking about things like racial equity audits, okay? Yes. So this is, the, this, this is their number one target is BlackRock. Yep. Since BlackRock's IPO in 1999, what has been BlackRock's total return for its shareholders? In, in percentage, what is their total shareholder return since 1999? You win the quiz if you're closest to this. Okay, okay, okay. And this is my way of joking that how much they, they actually don't suck at their job. So. Okay, I'm going to say 12%. <laughs> okay, Matt. I th- I'm sort of <laughs> oh laughed. God, he laughed. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that means. Twelve percent seems meager. I, I think. Oh, um, I thought it to was To me, a lot. it seems meager. Over I, all the years? No, that's terrible. That would be the worst return the S and P 500 ever generated ever. Sorry, I don't have. And may, you know, yeah. <laughs> Change your answer to something bigger. <laughs> okay, thirty-two percent. Bigger, like 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 a real human would be excited about the number. I don't. You know what? You go. You go. go. (laughs) Um, I probably would have struggled with this one too because the number did seem large to me. I think Berkshire Hathaway was like eleven thousand percent. Okay. Okay. Like I think think it's like he's sniffing in the right garden. Eleven, twelve. You're not even in a garden. Like you're on a highway. I thought I'm this was year over year percentage, like average. Total no, since no, no. 1999, total since their returns. IPO. So if I had a dollar in 1999, <laughs> how much would it be yeah. now? I guess. Is that what it means? Uh, if you invested yeah. $1 in yeah. BlackRock stock uh-huh. at the IPO, how much dollars is that dollar worth? It would be worth $7,000. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a close to the actual percentage. It's mostly because... Jesse oh, is, is Jesse waving. cheating? Matt, yeah, what Jesse would have been cheating. your guess? Because 11,000 was in the ballpark. I would have said probably, yeah, it's going to be close to, I think Berkshire, you don't get to be the Oracle of Omaha by having a lower percentage than that's the true. Jew from New York City. Oh, I don't so, like that. Um, oh, I'm just saying, that's what the ESG, like the anti-ESG crowd is going to be looking at. Who are, what do you hate, I drag shows like now? I would say like 8,000%. No. Wow, that's pretty damn close, Sorry, It's 7,700%. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's how much of a failure Larry Fink Larry Fink failing terribly. Good good job, Vivek. (laughs) Good target. 
That's all we got for our that that was that actually you said it was a, a terrible quiz. It wasn't terrible, really? but I I wish I there was it. more of the terrible letter in it. That was the letter. It was really boring. What would have you? What, what, I wanted what, what the boring have I put in? parts. I this wanted... was, these were the boring parts. <laughs> Jesse, wanted... you looked at the letter. What would have I added? I wanted, I wanted the parts where he talks about interest rates or did, oh, did he? Please, no, you don't. Did he talk about like you know like bank failures or and did like he did? But there's nothing. He didn't say anything. That's what I want. I want. I want the that. The fact that he says nothing. That's funny. the me. Well, what's the quiz? What is the what's point the of quiz? the letter? Quiz is like. <laughs> Point nothing. by point, how little oh, he actually said. Nobody needs said. that. Nobody it's needs the that. Greatest even even the great ever. Doug Chaw would have turned that off. That, I got crushed, so I'm not happy. That was Damian Rollis and the big loser, Ari, the Data yeah. Queen. I am Matt Biscardi. We are Free Float. If you like this, tune in tomorrow. We have a weekly roundup where we're all in the same spot at the same time. I don't even know how we're going to accomplish this. <laughs> uh, but we'll do that tomorrow. Until then, goodbye.